It's time for Rhema for Today. See, they understood this. They were, they understood the working of the vineyard, the grapes. They understood the working of the olive tree because that's the, that was their two main sources. It's the olive tree and the vineyard. That's what they live, made their living by. They understood that. They understood the plants being planted. They understood the engrafting of new branches onto a trunk. Sometimes the branches would get bad or break, and they, sometimes they wanted to perfect the crop. We still do it today. You got a good, nice trunk of a tree, and you go in there, and you, you cut out a little bit, and you engraft another branch in, and, and you do certain things and work with it, and pretty soon that branch is growing right to the trunk of that tree. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth Hagin wraps up his teaching on the twofold work of atonement. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagin for today's message. Now let's go on here. Verse 7, ye hypocrites... Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. I hate to say it, but that can be a picture of the church today. And even in some charismatic areas, they come to church on, during the church time, and they pay lip service to Jesus. And they walk out the door... And they pull shady business deals just like the next guy down the block. Come on. I mean, let's, let's, let's get it like it is. We need to get some, we need to get our lives lined up. Now, I'm not talking about a do and don't or tradition or what some churches preach. I'm talking about getting yourself lined up with the Word of God and living a life that is holy before God. Sixty years ago, you heard people preaching about holiness. When brother, when I was quoting Brother Ian Bell. Being holy before God. Holiness means right living. We need to live right. Now, I'm not talking about what somebody else thinks is right. What you think may be right may be as far from the truth as the east is from the west. But I'm talking about what the Word of God talks about, living right with love in your heart for your brother. How did he say you're going to know that they will know that you're my disciples? What? By the love for the brethren or the love for one another. I won't tell you what. When you pull a shady business deal on somebody, that's not showing love. When you give your word on something and then you can't, you see that it's going to cost you money out of your own pocket and you weasel out of it. That's wrong. That's not right living and that ain't got nothing to do with do's and don'ts. That's got something to do with what the word of God says. Woo! Gets a little quiet, don't it? <laughs> I'm getting close to your door and close to my own door. 
We can shout when we sweep in the other fellow's front porch, but when we get on our front porch and start doing a little sweeping, it gets a little tough. Let's go on here. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Mm, mm, mm. Verse number 12, let's jump on down here. About the middle of the verse. Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard what you said? Jesus' disciples said, hey, Jesus, my goodness. You got on those boys' case pretty hard. You upset those fellows. You upset the religious leaders. Look what Jesus said. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Mm -mm -mm. Go back and do a little studying about the vine and the engrafting of the branches. You'll find out about the plants. See, they understood this. They, were, they understood the working of the vineyard, the grapes. They understood the working of the olive tree because that's the, that was their two main sources. The olive tree and the vineyard. That's what they live, made their living by. They understood that. They understood the plants being planted. They understood the engrafting of new branches onto a trunk. Sometimes the branches would get bad or break and they, sometimes they wanted to perfect the crop. We still do it today. And you got a good, nice trunk of a tree and you go in there and you, you cut out a little bit and you engraft another branch in and, and you do certain things and work with it and pretty soon that branch is growing right to the trunk of that tree. We have been the branches that have been, been engrafted to the vine of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he, all he's saying is, hey, if my father didn't plant you, you can forget about him. I don't care how good you look. Don't, have green, how, don't make no difference how green you are, how pretty your, your leaves are waving in the breeze. You're going to be uprooted. Forget about it. Let them alone, Jesus said. They be blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind, they should both fall in the ditch. Somebody said, well, that's pretty serious. Well, the reason he said leave them alone is because they were, had rejected him. He had given them their opportunity. They had rejected him. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. God suffers long, but there comes a day, somewhere, sometime, there is a day when God's going to say, leave them alone. That day will come when Jesus Christ splits the clouds of glory. And we be taken away. I'm going to tell you what, all the Spirit of God is going to be taken away and ain't going to be nothing left but the devil and his crowd. You're talking about hell on earth. You're going to have it. You can read about it. It tells you all about it in the Word of God. Get over and read about it. Well, that's just some sideline issues. Just thought I'd get that in. Is it any wonder then today in this church, in this day and age in which we're living, is it any wonder that the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ has become non-effective or with no power? Huh? Why? 
because we've done away with it by our own traditions and our own teachings and our own ineffective service to God. I'm talking about spending hours in prayer. I'm talking about going without some food. Prayer and fasting. I better get off of that. Everybody's starting to get quiet on me. Well, I, I, uh, that's the introduction to this subject that I want to teach on this week. Now, let's get involved with, and I remember I said that Calvary was twofold. Now, let's get involved and see how this twofold operation works. All right? Revelation 5 9. Turn to Revelation 5 9. And they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Okay? Notice that, by thy blood, or by his blood. All right? Going back into the Old Testament to Leviticus 17, 11. I'll read it for you. You won't have to turn to it. You can turn, just write it down. You can turn and read it later because we need to redeem some time here. It says, and it makes it very clear that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is what redeems us from sin. For it says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood, and in parentheses, you can put not the flesh that maketh atonement for the soul. And if you'll do a little study, you'll find that in some of these places they interchange the word uh, soul. It can be interchanged with spirit in some places. Now, not in all places. You need to get the context of, the te- of what's going on. Don't just pull it out. You need to study the whole scripture and all around about it so you'll find out whether it's talking about the soul or whether it's talking about the spirit. In the Greek, that is pneuma, spirit, pneuma. Not soul, but pneuma in the Greek. In the, uh, it can be in the, in, back in the Old Testament, being the Hebrew, you need to go study that. Now, then it is the blood of Christ, not his body, that makes the atonement for sin. You see, back in Leviticus, you're going into the back to when God established the blood being sacrificed on the altar for the remission of sin. Uh, actually, in the Old Testament, if you go back and study it, it was called the Day of Atonement. They had the Day of Atonement once a year. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. The first item in the offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled, Zoe, The God Kind of Life. Also included is Kenneth Hagen's three CD series, Faith That Works. These great resources are for the special price of $17.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. 
Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We got a great Rama College weekend coming up in April, April 12th through 14th. That's yes. a Friday through a Sunday. And uh, you'll be able to talk with instructors, go to some classes. There's a lunching, uh, there's a game and fun night. Yes. Uh, there's a job and house uh, Housing fair, fair if you need mm-hmm. it. And, and then uh, the, you'll be with us on our Sunday morning worship. Service, that's right. So actually you can go and register at rbtc.org. And, and if you're interested in a Bible college that uh, we just deal with the real nitty gritty from the Word that's of God. Right. And the, we don't have the, we, our, our, we are recognized by several different colleges. I don't know, five, ten of them that actually take our credits and give them credit. Yes. But we don't, we have the, the Bible and, and the practical courses like the, I teach a course on, on effective pastoring, the theology of effecting pastoring. I teach at different courses like that. We have the, the, the school of worship and missions, but we, we don't have some of the other courses that you have to well, take. Well, you don't have to take math or English. No, you don't And you're glad that. that you don't have to take math. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. That doesn't mean good for me. No. But we, we deal with the real nitty-gritty things uh, of, of getting in the ministry. But we also have, uh, if you just want to come and take Bible courses. Bible courses, you can just, do that. You can Learn do that. Learn more about God. Learn more about the Bible, more about God. Hey, come and check us out. At the Rama campus here in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, which is just a part of the Tulsa area. That's right. And April the 12th through the 24th. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will start another powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.